I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, Awkward Sex and City fans. This is Kate, the silent producer who's usually in the studio laughing at all the juicy, awkward sex stories being told by Natalie and her guests. For all you diehard fans out there, you know that Natalie has been releasing this podcast for an entire year plus without stopping. So she's taking this week off and we're going to let her. And in the meantime, we're replaying one of our favorite episodes with the incredible Lizzie Stewart and Arden Walentowski, who are here in the More Banana family on this podcast network. They had a pretty hilarious episode where Lizzie reveals a story about booping her pants. Uh, I promise I'm not ruining the funny for you. If you're a longtime fan, you've probably already heard this episode from real early this year. But if you're new, get ready for a really good one. And we'll see you in two weeks for a new Awkward Sex in the City where Natalie will be back in this spot and I will be quiet once again. Thanks. Bye. It's like balls already smell. Penises already smell when you bathe them. Yeah. Like, yeah. So if you're not... Please do. Please, like, for the love, it's the least. You know? Yes. I could could be, like, robbing a bank, and I'm like, it's period cramps, and they're like, as you were. (laughs) As I'm, like, scooping, the door opens. No. And there's my sister. And she, she, like, looks at me. She looks at my hand in my underwear. She looks back at me. She, like, I look, like, we look into each other's soul. Welcome. What do you like to talk about? Like on stage, like what's your brand? Sure. My my brand is like, oh, please help her. You know, like it's <laughs> a little self-deprecating. A little, it's a little self-deprecating. It's a little bit like, why, why, why can't I 
get it together. You know, like what, like how, how is this always happening to me? It's, it's a lot of, you know, your standard like relationship stuff. I, I don't understand how you are in a relationship. You know, I don't, I don't get how that happens. You know, people are like, like when I see people get engaged, I'm like, how, like, what's that process? What, like nobody, I missed that lesson. And so you worked in politics are working in politics still, right? Y- yes, I do. Um, I know I just already asked you this like no. off the thing, but would you like to explain <laughs> again? Cause it's really cool. Um, so I work on campaigns. I've worked on uh, like New York city and New York state campaigns. Um, and then last cycle. So in the 2018, um, midterms, I worked on a congressional, um, primary race here in the, in the state. It's so impressive. I like, you're saying words that I know. <laughs> and I'm like, that's life. really cool. And I just want to know more. So make Making Let's Get Civil Cool makes a lot more sense, especially meeting you guys now. Like, I like the, I like your guys' is like, the vibe. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of her saying words and me going, okay, great. One of those mean. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what mean. I need. That's oh, what I totally. Need. Yeah. And, and I think mm-hmm. that's what most Americans need. Because, yeah. like, most of us, like, I, I don't read enough to, like, be having, uh, intense conversations about politics but mm-hmm. i want to try totally you know? totally yeah. and also it's like it's the the system exists to be, to be confusing mm-hmm. you know like like the the people who are in power right now thrive off the fact that like not many everyday americans understand what's going on or mm-hmm. how it's happening mm-hmm. um like that's that's why it it thrives the way that it does and why it eh, we're on fire Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why we're on fire a little dumpster fire and we're, and we're like no no <laughs> we're gonna unpack it yeah like an amazon prime box <laughs> gonna open it up pull out my content at a time one free shipping at a time yeah yep. i love that that is the <laughs> best analogy ever thank you so much <laughs> so now like let's talk sex like let's, i want to oh hear, hear about like everything uh, our relationships because i love when you're like how like so how? Are, that, how are you like with like with relationships, you're like, how do you do this? Like, what are your questions? Well, my questions are like, how does, do you stay in a relationship? What's your like, longest relationship? Probably like a year. That's a long time. Is, Is this it? longer than me? Really? What's your longest oh, relationship? Yeah. Like, I was going to say six, but that's a lie. Six months, like five, four or five months. I just don't, I'm not like, I'm a serial by myselfer. Totally. <laughs> Honestly, I've been in a relationship for like four years now, and that was the hardest thing was learning how to not always be by myself. Because before him, I was like, I don't want to go out. Yeah. I do my shows, I do my work, yeah. and I'm home and I'm watching Gilmore Girls yes, on repeat. Queen. I get you. I'm yep. with you. Yeah. I'm in that room yeah. with you. Yeah. For me, it's Seinfeld because I like Seinfeld's really good too. Yeah. yeah I, I need the it. laugh. I need the laugh. So both of you guys are like, I don't want to date right now, basically. I mean, I date. Okay. 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 I'm not like I wasn't against sure. dating per se. I'm just very picky. Okay. And I don't like, like Lizzie, I am, there are things I'm not willing to compromise on. Mm-hmm. And like, if I'm interested in somebody and I'm not willing to like give up my couch time to go see them, mm. like, I know I don't like you enough. Oh, totally. And Sorry, we're pre dating. So like, if I don't like you that much in pre dating, how am I going to like you when we're dating? That's such a New York thing. We're pre dating. We are pre dating. Yeah. I don't know what would be after that. Marriage? Marriage I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it's like pre-pre-dating. Here's the questionnaire. <laughs> so what are your the things for both of you guys that you're like, I will not compromise on this? They're like, this is a deal breaker for if, real. If and they, it can be like anything. Yeah. If they live in Queens. 
Yeah. I'm in Brooklyn. I mean, that's long distance. That's like two hours. That's, I'm not doing that. I'm not Jersey, doing that. Bronx. No, that. I mean, you know, that's just, I mean, that's just logistical stuff. Um, I am at the point where like, I don't, I don't want to date actors. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I'm like, I can't. No actors, no comedians, no oh, male comedians. I mean, if there's any male comedians listening, I'm sorry, but you're awful. You're awful in a relationship. Um, and that's okay. Maybe you'll get better or you probably won't. But yeah, I, I find that like any, any performer type is not my type. Yeah. Um, they're so fucking needy. They're so needy and there can't be, there can't be too. They're needy can't be. And a lot of them, mm, way too much, uh, way too much, uh, nurturing from their mother after they were 18. Sure. Like mm-hmm. they do yeah. not know how to be men. Yeah. They're little, they're little boys. Yeah. They're like mommy. Yeah. Another Laundry like was big, folded for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like on that same vein, another big like turn off for me is like m- men who don't know how to like properly dress. Like, like their vibe is like, I'm always going to look like a schlub. And I'm like, no, like mm-hmm. put down, if we're going out to dinner, put on a button down. Yeah. You know, you should own one. <laughs> Like you, ha- you must have a button down that is, you know, yeah. appropriate. Like, like or a jacket, like a nice jacket a co- over a, your t-shirt. Yeah, like that's, you have to have a cute. suit. You have to have a suit at some point when you're in your mid twenties and you're a man and you don't have like just even a basic. I'm not talking like a tailored men's warehouse suit. No, no, I'm talking no. just like you went to H and M. I was mm-hmm. just gonna say H and M has some really H&M, cheap suits. Men, if you're listening, H and M has cheap suits. You should own a suit at this point in your life. Yes, and especially if you're in New York City, like yeah. there's just there's some fancy places that like you're not gonna get in if right. you're not wearing a Lisa jacket over your wife beater. I don't yeah. know whatever you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, what, <laughs> whatever yeah. the whatever the young men wear these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just like it's like how like the amount of time you put into yourself you know mm, it's yeah. like if you, if the answer is none and you have like zero care about your appearance like especially when like it's like an event that matters then i'm like i i'm not gonna invest in you you won't invest in yourself you won't invest in yourself you yeah. won't you won't go to h&m what is the can you remember the worst outfit you ever saw on like a date, a predator, a boyfriend? Oh, yeah. I I used to date someone who like just like wore clothes with holes in them because he was just like, I don't really care. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so not even like he bought it with holes because that was cool. No, it no. Was, like, or I mean, like maybe some of them he did. He would like go to thrift stores and buy stuff, which like I'm all about thrifting. It's like better for the environment. But like you don't have to wear clothes with holes in them. You know what I mean? Like you can afford to buy, I'm not even talking like H and you can go to a thrift store and buy a shirt. That's like a nice quality and that's fine. But he, it was like for him, it was like, you know, Oh, this is my style. It's like funny. And I'm like, nobody's laughing. Was he a performer? He was. He was an actor. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Score one. (laughs) And the relationship didn't last. I think the thing I regret most in my twenties is how I did not have a standard on what, uh, the men had to look and, or their hygiene. Yeah, I was oh, like, oh, this everything. is just a thing. Oh, I can't. No, that was always the amount of effort I'm putting into like dumb. my everyday. I was dumb, and they're not putting in like the effort over there. I'm like, oh, the, like I, I used to date a guy who like didn't wear deodorant. Nope. And I was like, veto. I was like, and, and and like I'd be like, you have, you, you must, you smell. Oh, yeah, like, I, no, I don't like it. it. Doesn't you know? I'm not about that. And I'm like, I am not about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about you. It's like balls already smell. Penises already smell when you bathe them. Yeah. Like, yeah. So if you're not 
Please do. Please, like for <laughs> the love, it's the penis. least they could do at this point. That is what um, my I just I have a friend that's like he showers. He's gay and he showers like three times a day because he was like, you never know when you're gonna have sex and yeah. balls smell. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Why won't straight men admit what smells? Like, no, I really think there should be like a class for straight men taught by gay men. And I wear. I realize I'm like describing queer eye, but like, <laughs> but like really like, good, like, more accessible. Really, yeah, like you can't just do the facial hair like you got to do the other stuff and like the washing yeah like actual hygiene you gotta like you gotta get like in the crevices you gotta like like, i mean i do i feel like it's only appropriate yeah yes yeah Mm -hmm. i will say i'm bad about showering my or like washing my butt because i like don't know what to do i'm always i just like turn around and i'm like there we go yeah (laughs) i think there's sure sure (laughs) yeah yeah i think there's a variety of different ways to go about it losing it and i love it do you feel the same way do you know how to wash your butt Yeah, you put the soap in there. You put the soap in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm reaching the point where I'm starting to be like, should I get like the like wet wipes? Oh, I thought you uh-huh. were going to say a bidet. And I was like, yes. I should have a bidet. I really want a bidet. Yeah. I like pleasure chest on the Empire side in their bathrooms. They have a bidet. Really? really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you that needs to, we need to like, ad- if there's anything we take from the Europeans, let it be the let bidet. Let it be that. And, and then, and health insurance, you know, universal health care. Like those three <laughs> things. And we're good. And cheap wine. And cheap wine. Okay, yes. great. Okay, hold on. Cheese. Like wine yeah. is cheaper than water. Okay, hold on. What else? <laughs> Let's make a laundry list. Laundry list of European things to love. <laughs> I mean, they've got their problems too, I guess, but right. they're doing good shit. Yes. Yeah. They, they all when, have healthcare. Yeah. They all have healthcare and clean butts. Oh, fuck. I was going to say, have you guys ever had any poop related awkward sex situations? Because I have, because yeah. obviously. No. Lizzie? No. I mean, I'm, no, I, <laughs> I, I actually, no, I know because I was. Which I, I don't know why. I guess that should be something that you're like, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I had to make sure, you know? Well, sometimes you block it out. You're yeah. like, True. I don't need to remember this. No. Or you don't remember fully because there was probably some alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're like, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what I was thinking. About. I was like, have I shot myself? <laughs> right. Blocked While being this drunk. Out. I mean, no. yes, done that. That was embarrassing. Wait, what? I miss it. Have you guys never shat yourself? Oh, I've oh I've a hundred percent shat myself. But it was when I was sober yet. as October. Let me tell you, I was not. That was not a drunk, and it was not any in any way sexually related. Um, I actually told this story at my sister's wedding. Uh, she oh, was now involved. I have to. Hear it. Oh, great! It's one of my favorite stories. Um, so it was like I was like thirteen, and when we were teenagers and kids we went camping as a family uh-huh. so one time we were camping and my sister and I were like riding our bikes around the campground just like getting a lay of the land uh-huh. and I just like like was riding the bike and I had to fart like very you know you know that feeling when you're like oh I have to I have to fart like that yeah. was, it was like casual like mm, gotta gotta poop um but somehow some way I my little like poop turned into like a and I shat myself <laughs> Like nothing, I, I I feel like finding out that I'm pregnant will be less surprising than <laughs> the sensation of like my underwear filling up with shit. <laughs> so I did, so I'm like riding my bike. Oh, I'm I, I, like I stop my bike and my I, I now have feces in my underwear and I'm <laughs> and I'm like okay I have to, but like I I'm I'm like I have to I have to get to a bathroom. <laughs> But I need a water source. But I can't. I'm like I can't tell my sister because you know we're teenagers and she's like. How old is your sister? She's 15, maybe. If my oh, math yeah, is that's correct. Prime age. So she's. I mean, and like I love my sister. Shout out to her. Um, but she was a 
nightmare at this age. So I was like, I'm not going to disclose this information to her. So I turn softly to her and I go, I have to go. Um, <laughs> I hop on my bike and I ride for some reason back to our camper and not to like, you know, a, a communal bathroom. But in our camper, we had like a two by two little need, bathroom with like a you toilet. Need the safety of home. Like, no, I know. But like where supplies are. What I didn't know is I was not safe. Okay. Um, so I get into, I get into our little like two by two bathroom, which I swear to God was like the size of this chair I'm sitting in. I pull down my underwear and I like see what has transpired (laughs) and I'm like, I have to get rid of these underwear, but I can't just like throw like as is, you know? So I like take some toilet paper and I start like scooping out. Nothing you see. It's like oh, it's not touching my hand, but it's like I'm I'm like scooping it out and putting it in the toilet. You should and just throw it out. I know. You no, just... well, I was young. <laughs> yeah, and as I'm of like as I'm like scooping, the door opens. No. no. And there's my sister. <gasps> and she she like looks at me. She looks at my hand in my underwear. <laughs> she looks back at me. She like I look like we look into each other's soul. <laughs> and I whisper to her. Please don't say anything. (laughs) And she literally, I swear to God, I can see her face right now. She like takes a moment (laughs) and then decides to scream. (laughs) Mom, dad, Elizabeth pooped her pants. (laughs) So I told that story at her wedding uh, because revenge is a long game. Revenge is a long game. Oh, so good. Um, and yeah, and now I'm and now I'm the sister who told a story about shitting herself <laughs> in ah. front of two hundred of our closest friends. <laughs> but I bet it killed. Oh, it literally slayed. I don't think I've had a performance that was that successful. Yeah. <laughs> um, industry was not there, but <laughs> that is okay. <laughs> that is okay. And it was funny because she didn't like. I had to like, I like told my parents I was gonna do that, and they were like, okay. <laughs> just don't say the word shit like try to say poop and I was like you got it you're like mm, okay I, I'll, I'll make it PC <laughs> for the family um, but yeah the moment I started like I was like we were camping my sister was like <gasps> no <laughs> I was like yeah bitch I'm oh telling the story and how did okay how did you when like in the like because I'm assuming you're maid of honor mm-hmm, yeah so in the maid of honor speech how did you like transition into it yeah oh yeah I was I, like I just have to know yeah I was you know I started off I was like thank you so much for being here you know as most of you know I'm Holly's sister and you know it's you look at her she's she's glowing she's gorgeous but she's not always been this way and here's why um oh my god I want to tell a story yeah and I was like you know a lot of people ask me like how I feel about her getting eternal happiness and I'm going to answer that question with a story <laughs> and I tell that story so at the end of it I'm like so when people ask me like are you excited I say it's complicated <laughs> it's complicated I you know I feel mixed feelings because you tell me if she deserves it oh my no. god no but I love her and I love her husband so it was, it was everybody was such a they were all on board and I I knew that they would be which is why I I told it I, I wasn't there to like inter- intentionally stir the pot but uh, I did make a splash don't make a splash as it were <laughs> oh my god yeah i think i fell in love with you thank you like, the I, feeling is very mutual oh my god yeah um so that's how i get my men you know that's how i get that ass i just talk about shitting myself and they flock look my boyfriend <laughs> our second date was my show awkward poop in the city 
nice. where we just tell awkward poop stories. So well, there you they're go. out there. They're those out, the those me- people are out there that want to hear you talk about your shit. Look, if you're listening, call me. <laughs> <laughs> and knock on my door. <laughs> yeah. In a non-creepy way. We'll In just a non-creepy way. We'll just talk shit. Yeah. yeah. So that was that's my shitting myself story that I, I was completely completely sober did not feel ill like that's what's shocking is that yeah. it was just like I just felt we all know the feeling where it's like I have gas and that was it and then I you know the worst part is that you were on a bike I was on a bike like the visuals of this I just like, imagine like a bike going back and forth. Yep. yeah and like a baby when a baby poops and it like rides up their butt yep. up their back and you're it like it was a surprise I love amount. you we have to change you like yeah that's. Yeah. And it was like, and I was like at that age, Ruiz, I was too old to be shitting myself, you know, Mm -hmm, like I was young, mm -hmm. but I was not that young. You know, I had control at this point. You know, it wasn't like I was like eight and I was oopsies. I was literally like a teenager. Right. You know, and I shot myself. Well, if it makes you feel better, I have not shot myself, but I have gotten explosive diarrhea on a fuck date. (gasps) Wow. So when did it reveal, like, rear its ugly head? Uh, I would say after we ordered Two Boots Pizza and we got the Bayou Beast. That was your mistake. Did you get the diarrhea from the Bayou Beast? I think it was another. I got, uh, I think it was from what I ate for lunch, which Uh. was, um, it was like, like an Asian Mexican fusion restaurant. Never I can't get. say its name because it is in Brooklyn. <laughs> and they're listening. And there were beans involved in that yes. order. So I think it was that. But yeah, and it was in a bed that was catty cornered. And so I had to like shimmy out. And because of course you can't be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go shit in your yeah. bathroom now. Right, right, right. Um, but then you want to have sex? You want to have sex? <laughs> yeah. Well, it ends with, this is actually one of the stories I tell, but it ends with, I get through it. Like, I, I shot, like, all night. He's, like, not aware because I said it was period cramps. And so mm. he was like, okay, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> yeah. I love so, how men are just, like, great. Like, that, like uh, you just say that and they're like, do your thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I could be, like, robbing a bank and I'm like, it's period cramps. And they're like, as you were. <laughs> <laughs> but it ends with because he he lived in Brooklyn and I lived in East Harlem and so on the weekend that's a two hour commute oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm telling I was you. Like, there's no way I'm not it's shitting in distance. a subway train yeah. if I do this so I spend the night and uh, I don't <laughs> feel as bad the next morning and he's not aware of anything that happened that night so he ends up eating me out from behind <gasps> oh yeah. my god yeah wow yeah together four years now Oh, it's the same guy. It's same your guy. Does same he know he loves now? you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I knows. tell the story like in front okay, of him, good, 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 like good. this comedy story. Uh, he knows now, obviously, because um, I was texting. I left the next day because he was like, do you want to get brunch? And I was like, no, thank you. No, um, <laughs> no. And so I got diarrhea like all the rest of the night or a day. And so I'm texting him from the phone, like from the toilet. And I was like, oh, my God, like I had so much fun. Like, thank you for being so cool about the explosive diarrhea. And he was like. What? Right? <laughs> and then that's when he was like, you said period cramps. All right. Like, I don't know shit about the female body. Like, I just, that's why I thought you were in the bathroom. Like, and I'm like, honey, all. that's why you should pay attention in health right. class. Right? Maybe you should know something about the female body. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is actually your fault yeah. that this happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was not, I was not taught anything about how my own body worked. Um, I like a, a story that I tell in stand up is like how I learned how to use a tampon. Um, oh my God. Which was, Oh, we can tell these stories. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm like such a big proponent of like, you must teach 
like young people about a how their bodies work and b mm-hmm. how to like have like all of the you know sexual like like how to be safe and all all sort of protection and stuff like that you must te- abstinence only is not um sexual education no absolutely not that is my platform but i learned how to use a tampon by reading the instructions in the box oh my um, god i think we have the same exact story look okay oh wait god. okay wait yeah. okay. okay no i'm not saying a thing no 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 if we do i'm gonna i'm gonna shit myself okay um <laughs> So I, I did that. I was like reading the instructions. And if you haven't read the instructions in the box of a tampon box, I one suggest you do. But two, what they tell you to do is to elevate the leg on like the side of a bathtub or the toilet. <laughs> and that's the best way to get a tampon in. That's yeah. what they tell you to do. It's the to leg. Elevate the, the leg. leg. Whatever leg. <laughs> your but your the, preference. Your preference, you know. Right, left, both. Right, left, not both. But just the leg. <laughs> You're like, I tried. Can't I tried. do both. It's not, it's, uh, it doesn't get. But yeah, so if you elevate the leg, that's the way to get the tampon in as like far as it needs to go without it being too low and then being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dope. Got it. But because my sexual education was don't, um, when I started having uh, sexual uh, intercourse, I took what I read in the tampon box and I was like, okay, if something needs to go into the <laughs> vagina, <laughs> the leg must be elevated. <laughs> So my first time is like is like the male player being ready to go, me clocking it and then clocking it, <laughs> elevating the leg as though the vagina has a drawbridge that can just open and close by elevating the leg. Um, and it wasn't until like many, I mean, I I elevated the leg for many moons and then finally i guess my boyfriend at the time was like do you want to try being on top and i was like <laughs> i can't i cannot <laughs> elevate the leg while being on top um and that's and i think i ended Dying. up like falling on his penis and i was like oh i guess the leg doesn't need to be elevated <laughs> for this to happen <laughs> And that's why you have to teach these kids sex. Like you have to tell, like I was elevating a leg <laughs> for months. <laughs> for months. And you know who, nobody's going to correct me. I mean, I'm dealing with a, a dude who also doesn't know anything about the female. Yeah, of course. Like, no, so they're, just, they're just happy to be there. He's happy really he's got a real vagina. Yeah. They're like, yeah, elevate the leg. I don't care. You know, like lift it up. <laughs> like literally live your life. I'm, you know, he's blacking out, but like, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm over here like, this is hot. Let me just, oh, you're ready? Boop, me too, you know, <laughs> bringing it up. Oh my God. I just, I picture a dog, like a hind leg, just like. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that is slowly. 100%, you know. <laughs> like When I tell I'm the ready. joke in comedy, like there's a lot of physical elements to it. And it is, that is the image. That's the image that you should be taking in your mind of somebody who's just like. Oh my God. Lifting that leg up to allow access. But like, but think about having a drawbridge on the vagina i would love something where i could like uh, allow them to enter yeah you know what i mean yes. like like a doorman like a built-in cock of the vagina yeah like there's like a if the leg involved. is not lifted you are not coming in you know <laughs> like that is the obvious sign like that is the nonverbal sign like if yeah it does not look like i'm a dog peeing yeah then you, you cannot don't get come in. in and right. also physically if you tried there would be a drawbridge yes. <laughs> there'd be like literally no access yes <laughs> Denied. <laughs> How about you? What was your What was your first tampon story? I know oh they're, so bad. they're so they're bad. They're so bad. You awful. know, I, I so like I said, I went to Catholic school, and my mother was like, "You do not shave above the knee." 
Mm. Yeah, for the longest time, I was like, "But this shit's hairy." <laughs> like, this can is hairy we too. make this go away? And this is this is what am I wearing? Like, yeah. <laughs> you're wearing skirt? a capri. I don't understand. You're wearing a capri. A capri. Um. So <laughs> in eighth grade, they we had like the end of the year party. I too was like super unpopular. Um, and like fuck those bitch cons. I hate them. Yeah. Also, um, so clear, they all was... peak. they're all like in pyramid schemes now. So like yeah. we won. Yeah. And they're like fat with children, which yeah. like makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is clear. I was also unpopular in school. I just want to make I that. Don't believe did it. Did you not that believe it? This it's... situation no. was not popular. Female comedians did not do well in high school. Which is why they're comedians. comedians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now they all message Here me and they're are. like, you're so funny. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm done Have you been asked to perform yet for them? Like when's your 10 year anniversary coming up? I'm so fucking lately. I know I was asked and I luckily had a show and I was like, first off, we never talked in high first school. First of all, like no. we never yeah. like no. it was I, it, no, but, okay, but so I'm not popular. No, that's right. So I'm not popular. My mother was like, you don't shave above the knee and you don't use tampons. Like, I think she was just afraid that I was going to be a, a big slut or something. Like I have no idea what all of these precautions <laughs> well, you know were supposed you shave to above keep the me knee. from doing. <laughs> You're just asking, just for, asking it. for it. Yeah. So, but the end of the year, eighth grade party, I was like, Okay, I'm gonna. I had so many feelings because you're unpopular. You're in eighth grade. You uh-huh. don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh-huh. Everybody hates everybody else. Um, and but I also was on my period, and I was like, I've only ever worn a pad, mm. which is like a big fucking diaper. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, what mm-hmm. do I do? I can't go in the pool, but like it'll be weird if I don't go in the pool. And so I think I bought tampons. Some I don't. They somehow they appeared at home, and I like. Again, read the box. I was like, okay, here we go. We're going to try this. But didn't know. It was like the Tampax with the cardboard that like wants to eat your vagina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was designed by a man. That was designed by a man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I put the tampon in, not realizing that I had to take out the applicator. <gasps> Me too. Yeah. That's mm. what I did. Right. And mm. I was like, so I go to the pool. Like, first of all, I was like, oh, there's oh, no. a string back here. Okay, let's, I found the string. Like, had to tuck that. And then I go in the pool and I was like. First of all, like I'm fat, like it's just all bad. There's no good in this situation. And I get in the pool and I'm like, this is really painful. Like, how do people wear these? This is God fucking awful. Yeah. And so I get out and I go in the bathroom and I was like, I'm just going to take it out. Like, I don't I don't know what to do. Like, I brought another one. I'll try Maybe that one's less painful. Like, I don't know. And so I go and I take it out. And the first thing you have to take out then is the applicator, because mm-hmm. that's the thing that's like there in your vagina. And I took out the applicator and I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can go back in the pool now. This is amazing. I am all about tampons from now on. Aww. It was awful. Nobody it touches you so bad. So much. Because the box, the directions on the box are confusing where yeah. it says insert completely. Right. Yep, and that's it. And so right. you see the applicator and you see the cotton part. And so you're like, I remember being like, whoa, my vagina's big. It's going to fit in. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Wow. It would be so crazy if we learned this, uh, you know, in like health class. In health you class. You know, about like, what is the actual anatomy of your body? Right. And actually, men, let's learn how women put in tampons or put in pads or menstrual cups. Heard of those? Or anything. Or Literally IUDs. Any, IUDs, or, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Luckily, I have an IUD. And it's like, I have not seen my period in like, a year and a half at this oh, wow. point. Oh, so, like, I haven't nice. had to use a tampon in a very long time. Like, I use yes. menstrual cups. I'm like, I'm, if Diva Cup is listening, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm a huge, a huge, because it's like, you don't have to think about it. Yeah. You like, if you leave the house, it's not like, oh, I forgot it because it's quite literally inside me. <laughs> um, 
And you won't like if you leave it in for too long, you won't get toxic shock syndrome and right. die. <laughs> I, I I'm so about menstrual cups and like, but I discovered them maybe two years ago when I was like 23. Wow. And otherwise, like, I guess I'd heard of them, but like didn't understand what they meant, thought they were super weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, oh, no, you mean it's just like a silicone cup that will like can just stay in my body and I just have to like take it out and wash it every once in a while and I won't die. Amazing. Sign me up, Captain. Yeah, because our vaginas are that strong. You can just hold it in. It can just hold it in. Yeah. 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 So if any women are listening, please try a menstrual cup if tampons are just not doing it for you. And I also just found out tampons, like tampon companies do not have to list what yeah. is in What's a in tampon. And so also like, what a, the fuck is like in our tampons? A lot of yeah. them have a pink tax, which is Bullshit. like something that's taxed for only women's products. So that's why they're so flippin' expensive. Yeah. When in fact, tampons should be fucking free. It's fucking yeah. cotton and a yarn. Yeah, it's cotton like, and what? yarn. I could, look, send me to Joanne Fabrics. I could, I could <laughs> whip that up right now. I know how to crochet. <laughs> oh, I would totally stick a crochet tampon up my Look, yeah. and we are in Brooklyn I feel like that's like the, how, the, how does that not exist yet <laughs> no so when you guys um, with all the research you guys have done for like let's get civical like has anything with sex education come up like or anything you want to talk like that you are in the future like oh I want to talk about this or like research this in the future well, think, yeah we definitely want to totally. do like because we have guests and stuff on too, so like we would definitely want to have somebody on to talk about like specific. Oh yeah, I mean like you know you when it comes to just like women and their bodies, you have to yeah. at some point tackle abortion and the history of yeah. um, making abortion legal and actually like looking at if the threat of Roe versus Wade being overturned overturned is actually real or not. Um, I mean it is, but like really diving into that. Um, uh, something that we've touched on a little bit is like what is allowed to be touched in or uh, taught in schools, um, yeah. especially like public schools versus private schools, um, because there's not like a stand. There's not a standardized or like a standard um, curriculum curriculum. It's state by state and yeah. like then county by county, district by district on like what is being taught. Um, so we were dealing and that, and that you see that a lot where it's like, how much is actually left up to the States versus like, what's like a federal thing. And like, uh-huh. honestly, I think sexual education should be a federal thing. And like, 100%. you can totally have a way to opt out of it. If parents are like, no, I don't want them to learn that fine. But the fact that like, there are students who are still being taught that like abstinence is the only way and they're not being taught how to use condoms and they're not being taught how to use, you know, yeah. like feminine hygiene products and Mm -hmm. you know birth control like any of it like that's not even on the table yeah is irresponsible yeah you know and it leads to costly and costly and it leads to you know unwanted pregnancies and women wanting abortions and sometimes having to get extremely unsafe abortions in order to make it happen because if it's if if there's an unwanted pregnancy in a state like Texas in a very conservative religious County, she's either having to drive to another state Mm -hmm. or she's getting some, you know, back back, alley, back alley doctor to do a very unsafe procedure on her. And it's like, that's not okay. And that's only, that's only, that only exists because men can't like, don't have to worry about getting an abortion. If men had to worry about it. It would yeah. be legal. It would be free. It would yeah. be universally covered. It's because it's only a woman's issue. What is that Veep quote? It's like, she says like, uh, if men could get pregnant, you could get an abortion from an ATM. Yes. Yeah. Like, and I yeah. was so like, true. I, I, it just, yeah, I, that's so, yeah, it's so fucking true. And I think it's something like I have the numbers wrong. 
but it's either like 24 or 28 states are only um it's like you don't have to teach any sex ed basically like only yeah. 24 or 28 states do um and the rest like they're just like whatever so as someone like as a novice as like political novice where would you suggest that someone like me start because i had no clue about this mm. i had no clue i well i well, I wasn't always a, a buff, um, but <laughs> I, I, cause I, I used to be an actor and then I started just like volunteering on campaigns cause it seemed like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, cause those people always, especially like state and local races, they always need, like they will take a warm body. They'll take anyone. They'll literally take anybody. Yeah. Wow. Um, and like, as long as you're not like a serial murderer, you know, like shoot, I know you're out. Um, <laughs> Damn, damn, but, damn. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I just, like, I got introduced to it that way. And then I literally just started watching the news. Yeah. But like, I mean, I started watching MSNBC cause they had, like, I was smart enough to realize when they were being kind of political or left leaning a little bit in their yeah. tone, which uh-huh. I still can pick up on sometimes, but like at least their information is out there and it's pretty straightforward. And it's pretty accurate. And it's pretty accurate. So I just like, and no matter what you, news you watch, like there's always going to be like some kind of like there it's humans. That's mm-hmm. journalists yeah. are humans. Like there's always going to be some kind of um, like opinion overlay that goes into it. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're watching news with like that in mind and you still have, and you're keeping your own thoughts and opinions in mind, like it becomes kind of a conversation between like what you think and what this person is telling you and how you want to react to that. And so that's like how I learned a lot about what I know now. And also like reading all of the big journals and stuff. And then I went to Columbia and got a degree in poli sci. Wow. <laughs> so it's very impressive. <laughs> She's like NBC journals and then get a degree. political science degree. <laughs> yeah. One of the top colleges in America. That's all you have to That's do. All That's do. all you have to do. I don't also like, and this is going to sound, you know, because I, I did not go to Columbia and I do not have a degree in poli sci. But another thing that I do is like, look at, you know, the big players in the government right now and mm-hmm. like follow them on Twitter. Yeah. And okay. like, and yeah. check in with them. Look at what's trending. So it's looking at these trending things yeah. and being like, okay, what's that about? And then just clicking on it, reading through it and sort of like familiarizing yourself. And you just get better and better at yes. doing that. It just becomes wow. easier and it becomes less work. And also like yeah. following the people that you don't agree with. Like oh, totally. I follow the White House and the GOP and all that stuff. And at some point you have to, it's like a political calculation. Like what's the, what's the fight? You know, yeah. what are you going to like? What's wh- the battle you what's choose? What's the battle you choose? Right. And is it better to stay in it and stick it out? And then lose in the end and lose the dreamers and look like a bunch of bag of dicks and, you know, like and look Mm -hmm. like you're just making a political calculation right before the like there's so many things that go into it. Mm -hmm. But if you're following the people that you don't agree with, you kind of start to see it coming so that when something happens, you're not totally taken off guard and your reaction isn't like, oh, my God, that's so unjust. And like, that's all you have to say about it. You start to realize what's actually happening because there is like another, like neither nobody in this party is like acting in a vacuum, Mm -hmm. not even really Trump. Yeah. As much as he wants to. Yeah. So like there is, there's, they're reacting off of somebody. So if you follow the people who you don't agree with, you can see what you get to see what's happening. Interesting. Yeah. I used to get the white house email and I finally was like, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot read like these lies anymore. So Mm -hmm. I unsubscribed, but then those bitches resubscribed me and I was like, no, 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 (laughs) no, no. I hit unsubscribe. (laughs) You assholes. Like I'm done. I am done with your propaganda. But That's a really good point to like follow people that you disagree with. Yeah. I just want 
everyone to get. I wish there was like a playbook of like this is how to constructively talk at a grassroots level totally. to make change for yeah. 2020. That's the playbook we're writing right yeah. now. Like as as a, as a nation, we're like you yeah. know because everything's on fire and it's like we can't keep going how we're going. Oh my God, guys, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, this thanks for having great us. conversation. Really fun. Fun. Thanks I, for having us. I like and just, just so we can very quickly plug, let's get civical. It'll be on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that has podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Lizzie Stewart. I'm Arden Walentowski. Thank you for mm-hmm. having us. And if you're listening to this and it's after the 30th, then just listen. I just they're already there. Subscribe. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at let's get civical. Yes. And I'm at Arden Juliana. And I'm at on Twitter at Lizzie Stewart16 and on Instagram at Lizzie the Rock Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Don't forget on this little summer hiatus to follow Natalie Wall and Awkward Sex in the City at Awkward Sex in the City on Twitter and Instagram. And you can always email her at awkward sex in the city at gmail.com. See you in two weeks, friends. <laughs> <laughs>